Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Guys, what's up? Um, guess what I'm doing? I'm doing my own edits too. I just contacted my friend, uh, Mike Kidd. I just saw him re-uploaded the revisit Prometheus. And I was like wondering, like, wait a minute, did you just re-upload this? I mean, did you just upload this earlier? And he told me there was some dialects he wanted to edit. So that, that was like, I said, like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but um, then I just realized something about myself. Guess what? I'm redoing my Howling Part 1 review, too. Because I think I talked way too much in that review. And I feel like there was some things that I hold back on, which I should not. You know, that's not my style. You know? So, yeah, my bad, my mistake. But anyway, yeah, check my friend, revisit Prometheus review. Awesome review again, and I'm glad I got a different take on it. Um, as for the Howling review, for my part of it, um, yeah, I'm be doing this one. Um, I just found out some news also. Two things. I think I just mentioned it two blogs ago. Um, Screen Factory, aka Shout Factory, have a released version of Howling on Blu-ray with new special features. But the one I have is the DVD version, the special edition, which has DVD scenes and so on, just like the Screen Factory version. But if you want to sit with the regular DVD format, it's cool. If you want new interviews, then go with the Screen Factory version. Um, also, I also found out that the villain in the movie, the female villain, Marsha, she actually um, passed away, the actress, a couple, like, no, years, years ago, actually. I think it was 1997. I think she died of cancer. So let me just say, rest, rest in peace to the actress that plays Marsha in the, in the first Howling movie. And let me say rest in peace to her, and thank you for the memories, because... I consider her as one of the bad girls of horror, you know, in a horror movie genre, because she is a tough-ass villain, you know. But, yeah, besides that, um, let's get to the point. Um, the Howling, um, again, I can't remember how I come across this movie. I think it was on television, and then later on, I was able to see it on cable. Um, I know I like this movie. Um, definitely, I love the soundtrack. Soundtrack, they gave it, like, that old-school horror soundtrack, you know. But it, it kind of worked it for this early 80s movie. Um, you got a reporting Karen, played by Dee Stone. She goes undercover trying to find this serial killer, you know, to expose him and put him in jail pretty much. It's pretty obvious. And the cops kind of, like, lost track of her. When they were able to find her, it looked like um, Dee Stone's character, Karen, was about to get molested by the werewolf, you know. And then the cops came just in time to shoot the werewolf and kill him. And they were wondering what the hell is going on. At the time, Karen didn't know it was a werewolf, but as the movie progressed, it will develop to that. Um, later on, she sees the doctor, played by Patrick McGee. I think he was the old guy who played in the Avengers TV series from BBC. He played that spy agent, the old guy, with the umbrella and the cool round hat. Yeah, he plays the psychologist in this movie, and he's advising Karen, you know, you and you can take your man with you, go to his retreat, when up in the cabins in the woods. Yeah, cabin in the woods moment. Here we go again. Um, to recover and his seminars, and to talk about your problems, and then, 
you have all these strange things going on, like howling and howling around the woods and shadows moving around. And then later on, you found out that that this town is kind of inhabited by the werewolves. You know, that's what the movie is about. This is like a werewolf version of Salem Lot, I would say. Let's put it like you know, Salem Lot. The town was full of vampires. Howling is the same thing, you know. And you know, the werewolves pretty much kind of have like a little conflict among their own, the werewolf clan of the town, because it's like the doctor, he was in on it. He was a werewolf himself. He was kind of like the leader of the town, you know, and he, what his methods was like, he wanted werewolves to live among humans, you know, while you got Marshall, who's like the female villain, got the, and other werewolves feels like, we can't live among humans, we are, we are animals, we gotta kill humans, we can't, you can't tell us to calm, calm our ass down and try and control our energy, you know what I'm saying, which you can see later on in the movie when it develops the werewolf conflict between Marsha and the professor, or the, I mean the psychologist played by Patrick McGee, as they argue and go at it a little bit, but meanwhile, you got your Wallstone's boyfriend in the movie. Um, he got bit by a werewolf, which is which werewolf was turned, which Marshall turned to a weapon bit. Um, you Wallstone's man in the movie, and um, he later he develops turned into a beast. And um, in the movie also, you got um, you also find a friend over because you got a friend, a female friend, a female friend's boyfriend doing like their own investigation, find out that the killer that they kill, that, that um, the cops kill, he, his body wasn't this, he pretty much escaped. And they was wondering where, who was this guy, you know, and they come across this town pretty much. Because they also scared to call her friend to come over, her, um, the friend, boyfriend said he'll come over later, you know. But meanwhile, while you got the investigation going with the female friend part of it, and she finds out that there's werewolves, she was about to warn tell her boyfriend about it, and the whale was able to caught up with her, and you find out that the whale was Eddie, who was the serial killer from the first part of the movie, who was the whale that escaped, and he pretty much killed the female friend, the Wallstone's characters get mad, her man smacked her, because she was her Marshall's like a bitch pretty much, and um, she was crying, she was better to leave town, she finally confronts a, a werewolf in the movie, but you can finally see a werewolf in the full form this time, and um, you can also get the cool werewolf transformation scenes, and they also threw an asset at the werewolf, she was able to escape, but then she got captured by the people of the town, who happens to be a werewolf. They were about to do a, like a ritual type of thing. Um, the female friend, her boyfriend finally comes to the town and battles the werewolf and save, and save the heroine in the movie, Karen, and help her try to escape while battling the werewolves to escape this town, you know. And later on you get your twist ending. When of course you get the female reporter finally gonna reveal that she's a werewolf, and then the guy kind of killed her. Yeah, I mean, well, killed her actually. Or something to get to Halloween too, which you can see in my next video blog, by the way. And um, and you get your little twist there with Marsha, like she's alive. She survived the werewolf attack from the guy in the fire, and she says she wants her meat rare. You know what I'm saying? And you get your outro with your hamburger being cooked. And guess what? Let me still say that that day yesterday when I was talking about this movie, I had a Grand Slam hamburger over at Concourse at the Courthouse Deli in the Bronx, man. Oh man, that Grand Slam burger was big. <laughs> you know? So it was kind of fun. I remember a hamburger watching Howling One. Epic, right? Anyway, the Howling One, go check it out. Um it, it is re-released in Blu-ray now by Screen Factory. So get check that version if you want. Pretty much the same version as the DVD version I have. Differences as brand new interviews and the Screen Factory version. Anyway, peace guys, see you later.